we often start to propel the thoughts of worry and stress about that event long before the event even starts. We go into that Christmas party going, what's Aunt Sue going to do this year? And how will Grandpa Joan pick on me? And how's he going to choose to start trouble this year? Step out of the um, mentality that everyone's out to get you. That's really hard when you feel like that. It's, it's really difficult to face the world because you're stuck in fight or flight and all your alarm bells are ringing and you just feel attacked. Accept things as they are. Love your family as they are. Stop expecting them to change and stop expecting them to be who you want them to be, but love them where they are at. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Connectedly. I'm your host, Nicole Sharanam. So today on the show, it's time for another episode of Happy Bites, which is where we have a short episode focused on how to bring more happiness and ease into our lives. So given the time of year, I thought that it was very relevant that we focus on the holiday season. And I absolutely adore this time of year. I totally get into the Christmas spirit. I love the cooking part and the food, uh, the smiles, the chance to catch up with friends and family. It really is a beautiful time of year. But given the expectations of this time of year to be that perfect, happy family and joyous and, and in good cheer and everything's rosy, and many of us are aiming for peace and happiness in good times, but very quickly it becomes a tumbleweed or it can become a tumbleweed of pain, conflict, worry and stress. Before our big family events that we often have and the many, many, you know, Christmas parties and catch-ups, we often start to propel the thoughts of worry and stress about that event long before the event even starts. So what's going to happen? What's Aunt Sue going to do this year? And how will Grandpa Joan pick on me? And how's he going to choose to start trouble this year? And, you know, we're already gearing ourselves up for the inevitable drama. <laughs> and sure, that drama might unfold, but there's no need for us to really already focus on that this is what's going to happen. So the event eventually approaches and we're already riddled with this story that we've almost, you know, created in our head over and over and over like a movie. And we walk into that lunch or that Christmas dinner and we're so uptight and jaded that we bring on half the issues ourselves. We walk in there going, oh, I know that person's going to talk to me. Aunt Sue's going to say that thing again. And We've recreated it so many times in our head that we're our own worst enemy. And then, of course, on the flip side of that, there's the terrible loneliness and the overwhelm that we can feel, even when we've got a huge family and lots of friends around us. And there's many of us that, that struggle at this time of year because things aren't perfect and they're not all lovey and happy and we don't necessarily want to put on the Christmas carols and just enjoy things. So I wanted to have a little look at this and, and some tips that I've learned and that I employ each Christmas and at any time really where I feel like there's extra stress or an event that, that might be coming up that I'm worried about. So the main issue that I hear about most frequently is family. Ah, yes, the troubles with family. 
There's always arguments, disagreements. Some person drinks too much. One person doesn't drink enough. The other person eats and complains about the food because they have special requirements and the other person can only have turkey and the other person cannot have turkey. And suddenly there's a disagreement about the turkey, but (laughs) I didn't even eat turkey. So I don't know why we're talking about turkey. Poor turkeys. So families are able to really get under our skin like no one else can. And they hit those spots in us that feel like we're getting a root canal with a drill and no anesthetic, like, yeah, right in there. And it's the uncomfortable spots that no one else can really reach except maybe our our husbands or partners or wives. So how can we not only make it through these family times, but really enjoy them with a full heart and a smile on our face and peace? Wouldn't that be beautiful? Here's the solutions that work for me. And it's also wisdom that I've learned through studying a lot of ancient wisdom, but also listening to a lot of wise people in my life, including spiritual teachers and many of the people who I have spoken with in this podcast, even. I'm learning more and more each week and uh, so much gratitude to every single guest that has been on this show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So my first tip on how to get through Christmas is to remember that you never know what someone else is going through. So often we're stuck in our heads about how we are treated and what someone did to us. And we forget to consider how that other person might be feeling or what might be happening for them in their life. Sometimes we read so much into an interaction or a potential interaction We go so far in that we don't see straight. We fabricate stories based on what's in our head and what we see through our eyes that it's not necessarily truth or reality. So I'll share a story or an example. So I received an email and it was from someone I respect very, very much so. And I read the email and I was so peeved at how they spoke to me and how rude they were. I just couldn't understand that the email, why the email, why you'd be so rude. And so I drafted an email and I was like, I tried to be very diplomatic and very neutral and not emotional. And then I stopped for a moment and before I pressed send, thank God, I went away and I took a deep breath and I thought, you know, I was still very annoyed. I was really hurt, actually. I was quite hurt. I felt very unloved. And I walked away and I had a little whinge about it and a little maybe internalize, a little cry even. Um, And then I had a sleep and I woke up and I reread the email. And it turns out that the story that I had created in my head didn't even exist. The words they had written were so neutral and I had completely fabricated a story that I thought was real. And the truth is, I don't know exactly what they meant, but their words were completely harmless. And the story was in here, in my head. So I guess the moral of the story is we can create so much drama in our own heads that isn't necessarily real. And there's another component to this that we don't know what someone else is going through. And there can be often times where someone might say something that wasn't that nice at the time, but Deep down, they they don't mean it. Their intention is good. They just, they're having a bad time. If there's something going on at home, maybe, you know, financial stress, we never know what someone else is going through. Now, I'm not excusing other people's behavior, but 
we are in control of our own emotions and our own reactions. We're not in charge of everybody else out there. So start looking in and thinking, how can I control how I respond? As long as I'm in charge of that, that's all I need to do. So do your best and remember who you are and find that place where you can smile to yourself and know, no matter what shit is thrown at me this Christmas, I am calm and I got this, you know, you just have to keep calling it back into your center. The next thing that I often do and a great tip that I was told a few years back is just to remember that everybody is doing their best. Now, I know that seems like a really strange concept because you could say, what do you mean that, that thief that you broke into the food store and stole all that stuff and then tripped the kid on the way out and insulted the old lady? What do you mean they're doing their best? Well, they are. Because every person at every moment, I believe that they're doing their best. So they're doing their best with what they are equipped with. They're doing their best given what they've got going on in their lives, what their consciousness is doing, what they understand, their view of life, where they are at. So love them where they are at. Not as you want them to be or expect them to be, but love them where they are at and as they are. And it's such a strange concept because we go into that Christmas party going, but I know that Uncle Joe is going to terrorize me about some political conversation and you know, I'm just gearing up with all my arguments, getting ready to respond. But if we just accepted that that person is doing the best with what they've got, with where their head is at, with what they believe, they're not intentionally out to be evil. They're not intentionally out to do bad things. They're trying to do their very best to get through life. And ultimately, we have to remember that we're all connected. We're all the same. We all have drama. We all have crap. We all have so much going on in life that we just have to somehow try to connect with each other and see each other on that equal plane. So accept things as they are. Love your family as they are. No matter what they do or how bad it is, they are doing their best. If you can stop expecting them to change and to stop expecting them to be who you want them to be, but rather just love them as they are, the pain and the anger will dissipate because you no longer expect something different from them. It's easier said than done, but <laughs> we, we got to try, right? The other tip I have is to step backwards. So I love this one because I love the concept that if we all get so in our drama and so in our story, much like the story I told you about the email, that we get so entrenched in the emotions and so we want to protect our arguments. We want to get all the people on our team. Yeah, but I did this and I've got all these arguments and I'm so great. And, you know, that's all our ego telling us that we can fight this, that we're smarter, that we're better, that we've got this, you know, and we're loved more and, you know, all of this. But if we just stop for a minute and we tried to see the entire situation, whatever that situation be, we try to see the family as actors in a play for a moment. See everything unfolding as if you are the director rather than the actor. Stand back from it, rise above and just see from a bird's eye view, watch how everyone interacts. The further you move away from the fireplace, the, the less you get burned, right? So you step back and if you can see from a bird's eye view everything that's unfolding, remove yourself. I'm thinking of that Shakespearean quote now about the world is a stage. And I feel like that's true. I mean, if you could just for a second 
take away the attachment to any outcome and just rise above it as the director, see everyone as the actors that are interacting as they do. They're just playing their part as they're meant to. They've learned their lines. They're playing their role. They're doing their bit. It lessens that tension and it lessens the, the burn that you get from the fireplace. As I said, it allows you just to step back and deep breathe and reconnect. And remember, everyone's just in this to do their best. So I hope that that helps. So those three things, while saying them is very simple, it isn't actually that simple to put into practice, especially when your emotions are like, you know, alarm bells. This person's hurting me. This person's telling me I'm not loved. This person's squishing my ego, you know. All I can say is take a moment to breathe, go to the toilet, go to the bathroom, take a deep breath and remember that they do love you. They do. No matter what they say, they do love you. And as long as you can take that moment to step out and remove yourself from any situation and see that there is a greater truth here and we are all connected, we are all doing our best and Christmas is a high tension time. There's a lot going on for everyone. So take a moment to remember that you too are doing your best. Just remove the inflammation by taking a few deep breaths and just doing those three steps and you are responsible for how you respond. So. Keep deep breathing, keep staying in your heart and, and remember that the truth is we're all in this together. So I wish you all the very best this Christmas and as much as the times can be tough, we also know that on the flip side, there is a lot of peace and beauty and love in these holidays. So try and take those times where you can just to sit and be present to enjoy. I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. And no matter what happens, remember that you are loved and you are worthy. And you can always come back to listen to some of these replays if they help you do the meditation from the last Happy Bites that will help you to find that inner center and just to unwind a little bit and to step out of the um, mentality that everyone's out to get you. That's really hard when you feel like that. It's, it's really difficult to face the world because you're stuck in fight or flight. You've got to run and all your alarm bells are ringing and you just feel attacked. And from that place, it's really difficult to respond. So take a deep breath, do the meditation, find your inner peace. And my heart goes out to you and lots of love this Christmas. Every Thursday at 9am, the podcast is still rolling out every week and will be all the way into 2024. Can't wait to share some of the guests that we've got coming your way. We've got some amazing guests lined up. So stay tuned and thank you for being with me. And as usual, if you would like to join the happiness movement on Facebook, there's a group there that you can join. Just uh, search the links at the bottom of the show notes. Otherwise, get involved in the conversation and send me a question or a comment or a person that you want me to interview because I love hearing more about what you guys want because after all, it's a conversation. It's not me just talking to myself here. Otherwise, that would be a little bit maddening. <laughs> All right. I love you lots. And remember, you are loved and you are worthy. Merry Christmas, everyone.